how can preparing students for the right job solve our nation's skills gap and help the student loan crisis? We'll be discussing this topic and much more. You're listening to the Way to Work podcast. Thank you for joining Pima JTED and the Career and Tech Talk series of The Way to Work. I'm your host, Greg Deanna. I have two guests in the studio with me today, Pima JTED Superintendent and CEO, Kathy Prather. Kathy, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And next, we have an up-and-coming star at JTED team, Amanda Semeza. Started her career as a high school counselor and is now the Director of Student Services. Amanda, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. So, Kathy, I want to start off uh, talking about JTED. Uh, It's a career and technical education district offering programs for high school sophomores, juniors, and seniors. There's 59 programs to choose from, from automotive. Uh, aviation technology, bioscience, engineering, healthcare, construction, welding, the list could go on and on. Uh, These are offered at 36 public high schools throughout Pima County, including uh, Rio Rico, our friends in Nogales, and San Manuel, Mammoth. And uh, they're also offered at 16 central campuses throughout Pima County as well. Talk to us about, you were at the very beginning, uh, now you've worked for Pima JTED for about the past three years, but you helped start Pima JTED. What was the impetus for starting our district? Well, thank you, Greg. There were uh, several um, investigations into looking into the possibility of forming a Pima County area JTED, but they they didn't take off. Um, Back in 2005, there was a renewed interest from several school districts, but this time it had the backing of business and industry. And so a group of uh, interested people from various school districts got together at a restaurant that no longer exists, El Parador, and uh, with some business people and talked about the possibility of what we could do if we had a joint technical education district in Pima County, as there were several others across the state. And uh, and so after a year of discussions and meetings and plannings, we had uh, folks from Pima Community College, we had business and industry, we had many of the school districts involved. We finally, as a group, um, were able to take it to our individual uh, governing boards for approval back in 2005-2006. And at that time, we had 11 school districts move forward and uh, the item was put on the ballot November of 2006 and um, it was passed, Proposition 400, and uh, it began operations. Pima County JTED began in the summer of 2007. And right, compared to other school districts in Arizona, uh, we're relatively new kids on the block. But uh, cutting a wide swath in in economic development for Pima County. Education oftentimes gets bashed, especially by people working, uh, running for office, as well as TV pundits and just other grumpy old men around. Uh, they often say our K-12 education system is broken. Is that true? What's working well and what's not working so well? I think there is a, a new interest in creating a holistic environment for students, that the education is is a holistic aspect. Uh, there is more discussion these days about the social, emotional learning of our students, as well as the ability of our students to be able to leave high school with credentials, leave high school with college credit, 
leave high school with skills, professional skills that will take them on to post-secondary if they so desire, but also serve them well throughout their lives in their careers. And Amanda, uh, have you seen a shift from the time you entered the profession as a high school counselor, uh, this paradigm in America that all kids must go to college? Uh, are counselors still encouraging every kid to go to college, or do you see an increase in, hey, you can take this pathway into CTE, and uh, maybe a four-year college isn't for you, but you can still have a great career? Do you see people making that shift? I think the discussion's definitely broadened, and there's been an awareness of what is college, what is post-secondary education, and redefining that has been essential. Every kid does not need to go to a four-year university. However, post-secondary education is something that we still preach and receiving the certifications while in high school, which is what we offer here and in the CT world, is just propelling them to further their education and their training and their certifications and just their potential in the workforce. And Kathy, we've seen a surgence of CTE across the nation, uh, especially with the help of national figures like Mike Rowe. Why is CTE becoming increasingly more popular in the United States and what are the benefits of CTE? Career and technical education or CTE. Um, I think the resurgence of it is that it is more technical in in nature. Um, because of technology and the advances in technology, there's an understanding that uh, students need to be literate with technology as they move through uh, their high school career as well as go into post-secondary and into their future professional careers. And so I think um, many years ago, vocational ed, uh, there was a two-track system. You were either on the track to go to the university or you were on track to go to the workplace right after high school. And I think there's really a blurring of those lines now. And I think career and technical education, as we know it today, is about cutting-edge technology. It's about professional skills. And it is for students that are intending to go on to university and receive higher degrees, but also for those who want to go right into the workplace. So it really is for all students. Okay, and that does you know bring up a point we sometimes hear in the community that JTED's great for those students. Amanda, tell us what types of student is JTED for? What works well for these students? So I'm excited that you asked this question because it's something that I live and preach every day. Um, I want to dispel that myth of it's for those kids and stereotyping. Our program director of healthcare, Beth Francis, just the other day told us that 94% of the students in our healthcare senior pathways move on to um, college or or to to your college or to a university. So our students are going to college, but as Ms. Prather mentioned, it's absolutely for every student. So it is Where's a better place to explore whether or not this is truly your passion? In October last year, I spoke with a student who, excuse me, um, mentioned, you know, I've realized this isn't the place for me in the medical field because I can't stand the smell of a clinic. So where's a better time to understand and explore your options than in high school before you've had to invest more than just time? So they're exploring, they're realizing, but then if they realize that this isn't the profession for them, they're leaving here with the soft skills, the professional skills, and truly understanding how to look someone in the eyes and shake their hand and be on time and be a truly good employee no matter what workforce they go into. 
So yeah, important uh, workplace skills, professional skills. Uh, you know, the Bureau of Labor Statistics brings up that healthcare. It's the one of the fastest growing sectors, along with uh, construction and educational services. It's going to add a projected 4.6 million jobs by 2028, and that includes 3.4 million new jobs in healthcare. So it's one of the fastest growing areas. Um, Kathy, let's talk about the nation's skill gap. It seems to be growing for many different professions. How does JTED choose which programs to offer? First of all, we look at opportunities through the student lens. Where are the opportunities for the students? So we will focus on those programs that have the most opportunities, the higher wage programs, the programs that are projected to uh, show growth in those industries. And, And then we also look at where we can partner with local business and industry where we have that support so that we can ensure our students will have a place to go for employment or even before that for internships and work-based learning opportunities. So it's really based on on data um, that will provide the opportunities for our students and benefit our community as well. And you've done a lot of work with local industry uh, companies that will talk to us about the SAMP, the Southern Arizona Manufacturing Partners and bringing in programs to the table uh, give us some examples of how JTED's working with industry to bring these uh, new careers online for students. Well, SAMP, Southern Arizona Manufacturing Partnership, is a great example of industry having a need, uh, skill shortage, not enough uh, employees skilled in the precision machining and manufacturing skills areas. And they formed a group, decided not to compete with each other, but to instead work together. And so um, they formed SAMP and uh, the uh, Pima County One Stop was involved, Pima Community College, um, Sunnyside School District, Tucson Unified School District, and Pima JTED became involved in uh, looking at how to solve the problem together. And so programs were developed with certification specific to the requests of industry so that students could have internships and jobs waiting for them once they achieve the skills and certifications. And then a pathway was developed with Pima Community College and also University of Arizona so the students could move on into post-secondary while getting um, an education in high school and getting college credit in high school. They could then go to post-secondary and um, attain additional skills and credentials and move up um, in salary. So it's a great example of community coming together and the students did benefit as well as business and industry. Mm-hmm. And if I could chime in sure. real quick on that, I was able to tour a facility in the manufacturing thanks to SAMP and um, some collaboration with Pima County One Stop. And as I toured that, I was able to see that, you know, you can start at an entry level job that they've received skills from us, but then this company will pay all the way through their master's degree. So I spoke to individuals there who started in very entry level positions and now they've been there for 20 plus years and that company paid for their bachelor's and their master's degree and now they're engineers running that company. And so those are the opportunities too, as you discussed earlier about you know, what kind of kid is this for it? it, The kid could decide later that they want to pursue that and they want to continue to grow. So that's what we want to see too, is that opportunity that you're not stuck in one job for the rest of your life. There is 
opportunity for growth. And that is important to this Generation Z as we've learned about them. They don't expect to have one job. They expect to have many jobs throughout their lifetimes. They're called the gig generation. Um, so there's we're talking about work with Pima Community College, Amanda, and I know you and your team have worked very hard on dual enrollment for programs. So tell us about uh, what it's like for students to be essentially college students while they're still in high school. How does this work and what's the benefit? So it's a great opportunity and the majority of our programs do have um are offering dual enrollment. We also offer concurrent enrollment with Pima Community College. So those students are truly our aviation students, our energy technology students, and then some of the other industrial trades we just implemented this year. They're truly Pima Community College students attending classes with other Pima Community College um, students and receiving that concurrent enrollment paid for through us. So they're receiving a free college education and can receive a complete certification. In terms of the classes we offer at our central programs and then also a lot of our satellite campuses as well, they are offering dual enrollment. They're taking their class through their high school, receiving high school credit for graduation, and as well as receiving that dual enrollment through Pima Community College. So when they start, they're able to already have credits under their belt. They're able to explore those options and receive the services that Pima has to offer, whether that's through their student services team there, their career planning and different things like that. So it's just a great head start for them. Yeah, that's you know excellent work that Pima JTED is uh, doing in the community because it's giving students really a head start on their college and their careers. So, uh, Kathy, again, talk to us about um, developing when we look at new programs. Tell us some of the new programs that have come online at Pima JTED during this past year or so. Thank you, Greg. Uh, the newest program would be our HVAC, Heating, Ventilation, and Air Conditioning program that we have opened um, as a central campus program in partnership with TRAIN and uh, utilizing the TRAIN facilities, utilizing uh, TRAIN employees, uh, uh, their trainers become our teachers, uh, going having them go through our professional development system. Um, it's created a really exciting opportunity for our students to be able to get a hands-on experience and learn about the industry, learn the skills required in the industry, and be able to be um, highly employable when they um, leave the program. And in fact, the program was started because of industry demand. Um, industry really has, in Tucson at least, has a serious uh, shortage of people trained with these skills. So this was uh, a great, great new program to start with a partnership. And, and heaven forbid your air conditioning go down during the summertime <laughs> in Tucson. We know that those people are hard to find and uh, and then you pay dearly. So you know that they're commanding good salaries. Kathy, there's been some big news about JTED groundbreaking news. And there's a new building going up at Park and I-10. Uh, tell us why is JTED building a new campus at Park and I-10? What, what else is there? Oh my goodness, there is a whole lot going on at the Bridges. Uh, the Bridges is near the intersection of I-10 and I-19 where they, they cross in the interchange there. And uh, there's a number of retail uh, that's going on there, Costco and Walmart and a number of other things. But also uh, the University of Arizona Tech Park at the Bridges has land there and uh, they are planning future development. So talks have been underway for 14 years to locate a technology high school 
in that location. And uh, we are so excited that uh, JTED, Pima JTED, will be located there. It'll be the JTED Innovative Learning Center. And uh, we're actually working in partnership with Tucson Unified School Districts and other districts to locate an innovative high school within our JTED school. So programs um, that will be located there will include uh, an indoor uh, air transportation program, drones, indoor drones. We are going to have our healthcare pathways, medical assisting, uh, licensed nursing uh, assistant, engineering. We are going to have robotics and automation, 3D animation, and culinary arts, and many other programs. So it is quite exciting. So, and this is uh, really groundbreaking in terms of this hasn't been done in Arizona before where a JTED or a CTED, a career and technical education district, has been on a campus offering high school degrees and CTE programs in this manner before where students can take their CTE courses all day long and also attend high school. That's correct. And tell us a little bit more about how this partnership came about. Yes, um, this is the first in Arizona. And so it really is two school districts sharing a a facility. So JTED does not deliver uh, standard academic courses, but Tucson Unified does. And so we're able to partner and provide this unique opportunity, which we plan to be a seamless experience for the students. We are looking at uh, the integration of the academic coursework with the career and technical education coursework, which is something that has not been done in Tucson to date. Um, we are hoping that students will be able to receive academic credit for their technical classes. So we are working on those plans. And we also intend to offer students a state-of-the-art experience from a technology standpoint, uh, project-based learning, problem-based learning, inquiry-based learning will be the standard of how education is delivered in this building, in this new school. And I think something that you guys addressed in this, and I just want to highlight as well, is I'm hearing it often and lots of questions being asked with this new campus. We are going to continue to only offer the CTE end of it and complete students in our programs and our partner district will be awarding those academic credits. So we are not graduating students. That is still our same model. And so um, if I have a student, I'm a parent and I have a student at home, or maybe I am a student listening to underground radio, and I'm interested in JTED, but I'm not sure what I want to do in life, what are some steps that people can take, Amanda? So I think that the first step is to explore our website, pimajted.org. We have a tab with programs and locations, so you can see all of the offerings through Central Campus as well as satellite offerings, and you'll see the huge variety of what we do have to offer. Um, I think that setting up an appointment with your home high school counselor or with a JTED counselor is a great next step in terms of what could be some fits, if this is the career that I want. Because sometimes students will talk about engineering and they'll say, well, I don't see that JTED specifically offers an engineering class at their central campus, which our new campus will, but will, but currently does not have one in a, in a central campus program. But thinking about if you want to be a civil engineer, going and taking our construction class, if you can work from the ground up and you know every single part of that industry, you are just more employable, better off. And so we do have different ways to talk to you and make you understand and see the different opportunities our classes can offer. 
And Kathy, the location of this campus uh, had a lot to do with providing opportunities to students. Talk to us about the significance of this location. Thank you for asking, Greg. Um, the location is very strategic. Um, I just mentioned before the the daytime program with the integrated academics and CTE but at around 3:30 in the afternoon each day this campus will change out students and it will be open to students in the afternoon and evening hours for those that just want to come specifically for the career and technical education. So within 25 minutes of this location, there are approximately, we estimate 52,000 high school age students who can reach this campus from Vail, from even the northernmost parts of Marana, Rio Rico, Sarita, um, to the east and west. And so we feel that this can be a hub as well in the after school and evening hours for students who um, may not want to leave their home high school during the day. They can still attend uh, their, their Tucson High School or their Empire High School, but then in the after school and evening hours, they can then come for the CTE-specific JTED experience in these programs. And uh, Council Member Richard Frembrez has mentioned that this is the renaissance of the Southwest. Uh, he's very excited about this campus being up in his district and uh, serving the people of that neighborhood. This has been one of your goals to reach the students living on the Southwest side of Tucson. Uh, explain that to us a little bit more why that's so important and, and tell us about the neighborhood reactions that you've been hearing. The, the Southwest area campus um, is really in a uh, population hub. There are a number of teenagers and youth that, uh, that belong in, are in these neighborhoods that, uh, where this is located. And so we um, feel it's important to us that uh, we have an accessible, high-tech experience for them. And uh, the neighborhood meetings that I have attended uh, so far, um, the um, excitement is, is they are very excited and engaged. And um, the community is uh, in the, the neighborhood surrounding it. Um, they're taking ownership of this and they see the success of this campus as being their, their success. This is their campus. Um, and it will be open to all students in the metro area, but we have a special place in our heart for those that have been waiting 14 years um, in the neighborhood for this campus because that's how long the discussions have been underway. So the the location is strategic and uh, the excitement and interest is there. So uh, the neighborhood students will have access to a great new option for their education. And Amanda, this speaks to some of the dedication of our current students who have driven across town. Um, tell us about the hardships or what students give up to come to JTED sometimes, things that you see every day. You know, I appreciate this new campus because that is the thing that we hear most often when we're talking to families and counselors and the community is the transportation issue and the accessibility. And so working with Kathy um, Prather throughout the past three years, that's what I've heard from her many times and I appreciate it. I formerly worked in Nogales and I see students drive up now they're part of our district as well in Rio Rico to Tucson to take these classes so now having that option right off of I-19 for them too but being able to you know our students give up after school activities they give up being with their families because we have students who drive up 
for a cosmetology program that starts at 2.30. It goes for five hours a day, four days a week. They are doing a full day at their home high school, coming to us until 7.30 at night, driving back that hour, hour and 20 minutes home. Even 20 minutes drive is, you know, it's a, it's a commitment for them. And these are high school students who are busy and have other commitments and they've truly dedicated and you can, you can see that. And so I'm really excited to have it more accessible. I had spoken to a family out in Vail and they were considering which campus to come to and it was a 40 minute drive from where they were at to both of the campuses it, it truly was a far drive and both of them were about equal distance masterpieces in Camino Seco so I think this being right where it is is perfect for a lot of our families and we're getting to our final minutes but Kathy I wanted to ask you you're underway in your second year as the superintendent CEO of Pima JTED what accomplishments are you most proud of I would say that internally with the organization, um, I am very proud of our team. We have built a very positive culture and support. Um, We truly believe in growth mindset and servant leadership. And um, as those themes have carried through the organization, um, the other piece of, of what I am a proud of is is the community relationships. We have established a number of new partnerships and uh, continue to work closely with Pima Community College, departments in the University of Arizona, and also um, in with our neighborhoods and our local member school districts. We have a great relationship with all 14 member districts and we continue to work in unison with them as we, we plan new programs in supporting their satellite programs that uh, JTED supports as well as our central campus programs. And Amanda, real quick, what impresses you most about the Pima JTED? I love being a part of this organization. This is my third year here, and what impresses me the most is we're driven by the students. And I know in education, that's truly the focal point of every organization, and JTED lives that. And we truly work hard to make sure that all students have opportunities, and we are educated in terms of where each student can go and watching everyone kind of, you know, you have the industry people who are involved and they are the specialists so they become our instructors and they truly make a difference and so i'm definitely proud to watch how successful our kids are as they go through the programs and that wraps up our show kathy and amanda thank you both for joining us today on the way to work I'm Greg Deanna on behalf of everyone at Pima JTED. Thank you for listening. Remember, subscribe to The Way to Work on your favorite podcast site and check us out anytime at pimajted.org. <laughs>